0: and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast MBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here alone for a solo interview episode. The full episode with John and Chuck will be out next week. It being the off-season, Chuck and John are, they get the week off. No full episode this week. We actually, instead of podcasting, had lunch together on Wednesday for our annual meeting, our big annual meeting. The sweet God, can we keep doing this show in perpetuity for almost no money meeting? And we decided, sure, why not? Let's keep it working. So no full episode with John and Chuck until next week. However, however, I have a secret. There actually is an episode with John and Chuck available It was released today, and it's on patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. John and Chuck on a standalone episode available only to our Patreon supporters. So I'll tell you more about that in a second. But if you want that, patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Instead of the full episode this week, you guys are getting a treat. I mean, full is a treat. But today, Quentin Richardson, who totally ruled as an NBA player, is on. I really loved his game. He was, you know, like a 6'6 wing, but he kind of was playing power forward and shutting dudes down. He was jacking threes. Uh was on a lot of fun teams, the Clippers and the Suns. Uh, he's a fun player. He's playing in the Big 3 Championship, which is on Fox on Friday night, August 24th. So he's on today. It's a great episode. Also, looking forward To the upcoming guests on Monday, we have Dylan Brooks from My Memphis Grizzlies. And then after Dylan, i got a secret guest who is very exciting. So exciting, I'm not sure when I'm going to release that episode. I might might just keep it in my pocket for a little bit. Uh, But, you know, combined with me breaking some news uh, with Monty McCutcheon on Tuesday about a potential rules change for next year. Uh, And then we got some NBA players coming on. Uh, hopefully you guys will be sated with your off-season basketball podcast needs. But like I was saying, if you want more, if you want John and Chuck releasing their own episode, you got to become a Patreon supporter. Patreon.com slash FastBreakBreakfast. Right now at the $5 tier, which also gets you fantasy basketball, gets you on that Slack chat to talk about basketball and movies and whatever else around the clock, and gives you access to a lot of the video and Written stuff we put up at Patreon. You also get bonus audio of the new Ground Chuck Chuck and John's exclusive Patreon-only podcast. So check that out. We should also be having some more announcements as we uh, as we clean up that Patreon and start the countdown for season five of Fast Break Breakfast. There will be some exciting stuff there that you can keep track of. Also in the off season, we've been giving away. A prize every week to a randomly selected Patreon supporter. We have six more weeks of off season. That's all, uh, and six more winners. Today's randomly selected winner is Walter Simonen. Congratulations, Walter Simonen. Uh, we will be emailing you. If you don't hear from us, check the spam filter or reach out and contact us through Patreon or through the Fast Break Break Twitter. Uh, and Uncle John will be sending you uh, his prize doggy bag, something, an NBA collectible collection from Uncle John's prize cabinet. So, again, if you want to get on board with uh, some of these offseason prizes, get access to the Ground Chuck podcast, get access to the random serial reviews, get access to the Patreon-only Slack chat. If you want to play fantasy basketball, all of that is at patreon.com slash breakfast. My guest today is a 13-year veteran of the NBA who's currently playing in his first season in the Big Three. His team power is in the championship game on Friday, and he's a first-time guest on Fast Break Breakfast. Q, how are you? How are you?
1: I'm good. Good. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I understand you're traveling right now, so I appreciate you making the time. We always start our show talking about breakfast. Were you able to get any breakfast on this travel day?
1: Um, I actually had like some some yogurt and fruit and oatmeal on the plane, so that was what, that was my breakfast. I had an early seven a.m. flight, so. <laughs> there you
0: go. Do you have any specific game day breakfast routine on Championship Friday? Like, what are you going to eat that day?
1: Um, I don't have a routine. Probably bacon and you know, cheese, lights, and toast or something like that. Nothing, nothing too serious though. I got you. All
0: right, well, so you're playing your first season in the Big Three. How did you get involved with the Big Three? How did you decide you were going to play?
1: Well, I mean, last year I was kind of close to playing, but um, I just didn't really, by the time it it all happened so fast, I was still uh, scouting for the Pistons. So uh, you have the the proper time to get involved with it. But uh, this summer I uh, I had a little time to prepare for it in the window. To uh, try and go for it, so uh, uh, that was that was my biggest reason for going for it. I mean, I wanted to one of my kids to see me get a chance to be out there and um, just to just to get out there with the guys and have a good time because everybody I talked to last year, all of my peers that did, participated, they all expressed what a great time they had.
0: Yeah, so you were drafted. In the second round by power. what's the process of declaring for the draft for the big three? Do you just tell you just tell them like, hey, I I'm willing to play this season?
1: Uh yeah, it was kinda yeah, we they had a they had a combine over the summer and um I think the combine was maybe like in June or something like that. And um yeah, so you know, you get you either get picked or you don't. <laughs> I didn't participate in the actual combine, so um I just took my chances, and uh, my my boy Corey picked me, so that worked out in my favor. me and Corey go back to sixth grade, so you know that 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 we had a connection. I didn't know that I was gonna be picked like prior to the draft, but uh once I got there and he saw me in shape, he came over and talked to me and was like, Yo, you know we gonna we going we' gonna pick you, so that was cool.
0: That's great. Obviously, I guess we NBA fans, we remember you and Corey playing on the Clippers. I didn't know it went all the way back to sixth grade. That's a, that's amazing. Um, I, I spoke. The yeah, I spoke to Bonzi Wells earlier this season and he, who you guys beat. He was on tri-state. You guys edged them out in the semifinals. He told me going into the draft he knew that Tri-State was going to draft him, but you didn't know Power was going to get you until until you showed up. And Corey was like, "All right, you look like you're you look like you're in shape. You're ready to play."
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I think Corey had a good notion. Of, you know, just because of how tight we are, he told me he was he was going to try and get me regardless. But like once once I you know once we got there and everything and every you know everybody had to show up and. um he came over and, I mean, because it's not just his call, you know, he had other captains, Katino and then the coach, you know, so it was, a, it wasn't just like he could just overrule anybody. So he let me know then once he talked to everybody and I guess, you know, it was, the scenario was cool. So um, it, it's, been, it's been great though. I've had a, I had a great time. Man. I, I, I do know that it's been a, been a lot of fun being back in the locker room with the guys and, I mean, anybody who watches us, they see that we compete. We really play and we we, we we lay it on the line out there. So it's a it's a tough league and a competitive league and um we all are having a great time in it.
0: Yeah, speaking of that uh that competition, early in the season you got a little tangled up with uh, Rashad McCants. Is everything still cool there? Or was that just uh that was that just kind of the the heat of the moment?
1: Yeah, that's just heat of the moment, playing basketball. You know, that's how it goes.
0: Yeah, I was curious if because that that obviously got headlines. Just you know, and I was actually wondering, like, did did they encourage you guys? You know, have a little fun out there, be, be a little extra chippy. It's opening night.
1: No, I don't think that's like being. I don't. That doesn't have to be encouraged. I think that's just that's just competitive sports, and this is a you know a highly competitive sport in basketball. And I think we all grew up playing that way. And I think you know different moments and. I mean, you see it in the NBA. You see it. You see it at the park. You see it in grade school, high school, anywhere. Sometimes things get a little, little chippy, and you know you just deal with it as that. You know you don't. You hopefully you don't hold on. It doesn't carry over. But I mean, you leave it in the game, and that's what it was. I mean, fortunately, um, me and Rashad didn't don't have any serious issues. That was just you know heat of the game.
0: Yeah, it definitely made for good television, good entertainment. And again, the the second season's been been a really, I think, a really good step for the Big Three. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. What's been your highlight of of this season for you personally?
1: Uh, for me personally, man, it's just just uh, being on Team Power, man. I think uh, we have a we have a great team. I mean, not only are we playing well and we, we're doing well, we're in the championship. But I mean, just a group of guys, man. Um, like I said, I go way back to sixth grade with Corey, and um, that relationship will always be tight and, and, and strong. But I mean, just being um, the bond with Big Baby. I mean, I played with Big Baby in Orlando, and we got tight in. And um, just getting to play with him again is awesome. Be around him is awesome. Um, getting to know Ryan Gomes, Xavier, Xavier Silas, whom I didn't really know that much um, before playing on this team, has been great. Those are great guys. Um, I knew Coutinho, but getting to be on his team and play play with him and more being in contact with him has been awesome. And um biggest thing, though, meeting Nancy, Nancy Lieberman, Coach Lieberman is unbelievable. I mean, she's somebody who we didn't know what to expect. I had never met her before. And um, she's awesome, unbelievable, man, one of the best coaches I've ever had i love her spirit i love her passion she came in straight from day one and she let everybody know that we're we're serious we're gonna compete and we're gonna try and win and i I just loved it i mean the way she she approaches every game we play friday by saturday like my my routine is i leave like usually like the first flight out on saturday morning by the time i land and it's still early usually around nine ten o'clock when i land she's got she's got bullet points in the email we've got footage and she's got some she's got some talking or coaching points on the next team that we play she'll give her little points about what what she felt about the game the previous game last night and then like later on that i mean we just get she she's been really on it i i've talked to a few other people who play for different teams and they don't they don't get the same stuff like we do
0: so she's she's definitely doing going the extra mile, getting you guys ready. Do you think there's a chance, like do you think she could ever find herself maybe getting into the NBA? Like, would you like to see her get a chance to coach in the NBA?
1: I don't understand why she wouldn't. Yeah. I don't understand why she wouldn't. She knows she knows the game of basketball as well as any coach I've ever been around. Um she's been a part of the game as long as any coach I've ever been around. She's played, she's coached, she's been all over the you know, all over the map with, I mean, she's good. She knows her stuff. She's really good. She's really passionate, and she really cares, and she prepares. So, I mean, all of those things, I mean, those are the things that make the coaches who I play for, who I feel like are great, Stan Van Gundy, Coach Larry Brown, Mike D'Antoni, I think she has a lot of those qualities. She prepares. She's very meticulous with her work, and she she breaks things down. She's very detailed, and um, she she has a strong, strong passion. I, I feel like she would do well. She can relate to players. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing, the way that she can relate and she can get her points across and she can communicate. That's a huge part of being you know, being a coach in the NBA, at least for me. And I feel like she's awesome at it.
0: So right now, she is the first female to be a head coach of a professional men's team in any sport. So what would it mean to get her a title in, in her first shot coaching a men's team?
1: Unbelievable. It'll be it'll be great for us. I, I we, we all take pride in trying to get this done for her because I mean, like I say, the way she came in from day one, she let it be known that that she, she was here to help us win and, and and she wanted to win and compete in this thing and take it seriously. We had we had practices every every time didn't practice or only had use it as a shoot around. Every single time you asked the staff with the big three, they saw we were doing, we were going over plays and defensive things and talking about things. It wasn't like we didn't just show up for that time and just shoot. And like other teams would just show up and get shots and do things like, no, we went in there and we used those, those, that time slot as a practice. So, I mean, I love what Nancy's done, the way she's been with all of our families, uh, welcoming our kids into the locker room situations and just. Just being very open. On she's a, she's an awesome person. I'm very 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 glad and blessed to be a, to have her as our coach and to get you know get to know her and become friends with her. So you said
0: one of the highlights of the season for you is just getting back together in the locker room with guys, with some friends, and meeting some new players, new teammates. Of those teammates, who's the funniest guy in that locker room?
1: Ah, it's tough, man. I mean, you know, we got. We got Big Dave, yeah, we got Bird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean those those two guys are like two of the biggest personalities you you could have on a team, and I had like that. That's, I think that's one of the things that makes our team so great. I mean, you know, even though we got those two big personalities, I mean, we still have myself, Corey, and capino and Xavier and Ryan, who are all funny in their own ways. But I mean, obviously, those two are just, <laughs> I mean, literally and figuratively, just larger than life and um, they the type of guys that every time we get together, they light up. Big Baby is cracking jokes, Birdman is, is doing his Birdzilla thing, snarling at the cameras and snarling. Like, it's just awesome, man. We get to, our kids get to be around that. Our kids, like, my kids love Big Baby, love Birdman, love all of the teammates. So it's like, when they come around, it's like extended family, and they like, you know, I get on FaceTime when we're on the bus, and Bird is making faces and big baby is yelling and barking at the screen and everybody, you know, it's just like a big party. So it's like that part of it, you kind of, you know, once you leave the league, you don't have that for a while. And like to get that back, even if it's over the summer for 10 weeks, I think to a man, every player you ask, I think that's probably the the biggest and best takeaway is those times on the bus and the locker room practice where you get the, fellowship and, you know, after the game or before the game, you go to dinner and do things as a team. Those are the things that you kind of miss that you don't realize until you get to do them again.
0: That's great. That's great. You get to have that back. Um, speaking of your teammates, when you were in the NBA, I think a lot of fans, we remember your, your early days, you know, on the Clippers uh, running with Darius miles, uh-huh. you guys doing the headband bumps. What, what was the origination of that celebration? Like did, did bump in your headband? What, what did that mean?
1: We actually are going back and forth on whether we're going to release that right now. Oh, so okay. I'm not going to say right now. Me and him are, because uh, Darius lives in Orlando, me uh, uh-huh. where I live now. So uh, we both stay, live there in Orlando. So we, we've we been doing a couple of media things, and we've been asked that a lot. So uh, we've been going back and forth lately as to whether we're going to actually come out and let it be known so that was the like kind of to be continued all plan. right,
0: all right I'll, I'll stay tuned I was I was looking for it I wanted to make sure it wasn't answered anywhere but I I, I couldn't find I couldn't find the answer um
1: yeah no we have <laughs> yeah.
0: all right well we will stay tuned on that when you were in the NBA you were you know, you were a volume three point shooter before the NBA was doing that. Nowadays, everybody's talking about how you know you've gone to pace and space. A guy's putting up a bunch of shots. You had the the year on the Suns where you led the league in three pointers made. Uh, what do you think when you watch mm-hmm. the NBA now and you're like, man, if I was playing now, I, I might have even gotten the chance to put up even more shots.
1: Oh, I love it. I love the league now. I mean, I, I, I'm for I, uh, saying that I hate this. I mean, I will say this. I don't like. The buddy, buddy, and the, the Instagram pics after the game and all of that. Like we didn't do that in my in my era or whatever. But uh, I'm not. I, I love the way that the league is. I love the the way they play, the way they shoot, uh, up and down, quick. I mean, I definitely think that in this league, I could have did some damage, play three and four and all type of different stuff. The way they play now. So, um, but it's great, man. I enjoy it. I, I, I that's one thing I've never not been a fan of watching the NBA. No matter what's going on, I'm always going to be tuned in and being a huge fan and a supporter of all of the kids. I mean, I I, I understand that different times call for different types of things and stuff like that uh, with people joining up and things. But I enjoy it. I'm I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of of basketball and NBA in particular. So uh, I don't think that'll be a situation where I won't be watching, tuning in, paying attention.
0: When you look back at your NBA career, what's something you're the most proud of that you don't think maybe gets that much exposure or maybe
1: people have started to forget? Um for me, the thing that I'm most proud of is um I got drafted, I got picked at 18. And my agent Jeff Wexler, so I was I was I was pissed about getting picked at 18. I knew I was a lot better than a lot of people who got picked ahead of me and I was that was like a, a driving force to for me for a while. But uh, I I just always remember what my agent said. Jeff Flexby told me that this is a this is a marathon and not a sprint. And he was just like, you know, I know you're upset with the way you were you, you know, your positioning and where you got picked. But if you put the work in, you can you can have a better career or and outlast all of these guys that you're upset that went ahead of you. So I think for me that was that's my biggest takeaway. Looking at looking at where I got drafted and knowing that I that I set out to say that I was going to do a certain thing as far as like playing a certain amount of years. people average four years and I'm got thirteen, so I I'm extremely proud. I'm extremely proud that for the most part, while I was in the NBA, I was a contributor. I started most years even later into my career and I was able to um kinda switch my game up to shit, whatever team needed me to be or however they needed me to play. Early I was known more for my offense, post up shooting three. Later in my career I was more of a defender, team guy and stuff like that. Still could shoot and score but wasn't really being asked to do that. Not I, I took pride in trying to trying to recreate myself whenever I needed to. And I think I was able to do that throughout my career. I think that's the biggest thing I'm proud of: is the, the time, how long I, I lasted and stayed around, and um, the way I was able to keep recreating myself to be effective for each team.
0: Yeah, that is a, it's truly a testament to your work ethic and your adaptability. As you said, not a lot of guys that get drafted 18 last for 13 seasons. You wrote a a really. Moving uh, letter for the Players Tribune. It was called "Letter to My Younger Self." Uh, it, it's really powerful. I, I encourage anyone who's listening who hasn't read it uh, t- to read it. What was your What was your motivation for, for sharing all that? And have you gotten any feedback from, from people who've been particularly affected by it?
1: Um, a lot of a lot definitely got a lot of feedback from it. Um, I kind of what happened. I had never done that before. Or talked about anything. And um, I, had, I had done a couple of times where I went to Florida State, went to a few universities, and, and then talked to some of the kids and, and rookie transition programs and stuff like that with the NBA, where I was sharing some of my story and some of my stuff like that. And I kind of, after you do the talk and you stand around and you, you know, guys and players and kids come talk to you, and you kind of see that, wow, like, you, me talking to them kind of helped. Touch some people who were going through some of the same, similar things, and but then it comes to me afterwards, and to say, hey, maybe that really helped me because I'm going through A, B, and C. That kind of made me feel like, wow, well, well, that was, you know, that kind of helped somebody help affected people. Maybe I can help people by saying something about this and and speaking on, you know, the things that I went through. Just just showing people that tough and crazy things and tough scenarios do happen, but. You know, it doesn't have to be the end of everything, you know, that, 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 that life happens and that you still can get up and still still achieve great things, and still achieve things, even when you think you can or not supposed to just keep going, keep working and, and just keep getting up.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's incredibly inspirational. It's powerful. I like when you start reading it, just going to the tragedies of your life, like my jaw just was kind of dropped, you know, with the opening sentence. And then I'm like, wow, this is really powerful. So that, that's awesome that you shared that with people and that you can keep, you know, inspiring, uh, influencing people, uh, in that way to share from your experiences. Uh, last, last thing, um, there was a brief hubbub that already got shot down that, like, you know, Kobe's going to play in the big three. Then they said, no, Kobe's not going to play in the big big three. But <laughs> right. who's someone, maybe a former teammate, or who's just somebody that you would like to see uh, play in the big three next season?
1: Uh, My my boy d My boy d I want to see him get out there next year. So that's the best part of the plan we're going to see. Get him out there and um, – Hopefully he can be on my team. We can be teammates, and we may bring the celebration. Bring the back.
0: celebration back. Perfect. Yeah. Any other? Any other Clippers you can you can draft to be on that team? I mean, I know I know McGetty, You know he he, he obviously and uh, and and Mobley. You know Mobley was a
1: Clipper. Right. Nah. That's what I was saying. Like when I first when I first decided I was gonna actually go full fledged with the big three. On I mean, that was my that was my uh, initial thing. I was trying to come to the to the uh to you know cube and the guys that started it to say, you know, I got I wanna come in and get my own team and have a you know, a captaincy or whatever. But I was gonna you know, come with like a bunch of the Clippers guys, myself, Chris Wilcox, Keon Dooley, Darius Not. So uh and was trying to see what at this point they weren't adding any more teams and stuff like that, so it wasn't gonna be a possibility to do. But that was what I was really trying to do initially.
0: Maybe. Maybe next year
1: expansion is the big three ready. Maybe. I mean, if they give the expansion. <laughs> I definitely would like to be, you know, jump on as one of the captains to try and get something going with the guys. But, I mean, I, I definitely think they will go. Uh,
0: it's also funny. All those guys you listed, I believe, I'm a Memphis Grizzlies fan, uh, and all those guys you listed all have uh, also brief interactions with, with the Grizzlies uh, as far as uh, l- later in the career. But anyway, hey, yeah. can, you. Thanks for your time, man. Uh, good luck on Friday, and I appreciate you uh, again calling in.
1: Okay, no problem, man. Thanks for having
0: me. Alright, thanks to Quentin for coming on. Make sure you watch him and his team power as they play in the Big Three championship game. Again, that is Friday night on Fox I believe it's 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm really enjoying talking to these big three guys. These are guys from the heyday of, or my halcyon memories of watching basketball uh, when I really got into League Pass for the first time. Um, big thanks to Sean Keen of Round Ball Rock. He, uh, he's my official big three information specialist. You can support our show, as always, at patreon.com slash Break breakfast where again we just dropped the first episode of ground chuck the chuck and john patreon exclusive podcast also going to be checking out for fantasy basketball signups probably starting early in september patreon.com slash fast break breakfast Remember, if you're in the Nashville area on September second, the Grizzlies are coming to the Sounds game. Well, Dylan Brooks specifically is coming to the Sounds game, but the Grizzlies will be giving away uh, some prizes and stuff. That's Grizzlies, the organization, not the actual players. Outside of again, Dylan Brooks, uh, and if you have a kid, uh, I can't remember the ages, but there are there's a basketball camp in Nashville. You can sign up for. Uh, you got to go to probably just Grizzlies.com to get that information. Alright, you can follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter at Fast Break Break. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing.
1: Yeah, no apologize for BNG. Fast break break, man. You understand?